You're listening to Curdle Holler, Season 2, Episode 2, Dust to Dust. I welcome you to a celebration of afterlife for our dear friend, the Collector. He was taken from us too soon by an evil spirit, but he left us a whole bunch of stuff to remember him by. Harmony dolls, funny books. He probably has some old bubblegum. Do you see a confession booth around here? Because I feel terrible about what happened. We can't blame ourselves, Nita. All we did was prioritize our personal errands, lose his package for two hours, and wait in the living room while he got murdered. I still feel like there's something we could have done. If only my famous strength hadn't failed us. Keep stress-eating those communion wafers. You'll be ready for next time. As we think about his love, let us take a moment to say our prayers. Remember to fold your hands together like butterflies, and then put them on your chin. There you go. Most of y'all are doing it real good. Okay, big picture. Do you think the Collector would have given us a one-star or two-star review? A solid three, but no higher. Yeah, three's too much, isn't it? We didn't earn that. I see some of y'all don't have your eyes closed. That's okay. We'll wait right here until you do. Y'all in Cattle Holler. <laughs> everyone in this church looking at us? They're looking at you because you're all turned around in your seat. And why are you doing finger guns right now? That's just weird. I'm letting everyone know that we're innocent. I see. That is not helping. You know, Nita, we didn't kill the collector, but somebody in this room probably did. Who do you think it was? Brother Pumpkin, please stop swinging your legs. It's time for my lunch. Okay, but remember, we talked about our inside voices. This is way out of our depth, Chip, but I assume there's going to be a full investigation. 
You remember how this worked at the news station? Like, they'll comb the place for clues, run in some suspects, and then lean on them real hard till they get a confession? And the detectives will have ghostly superpowers to read our minds. Probably so. This will be a very serious operation. I know most of us hadn't been to a funeral since our own funeral. The only way we're supposed to leave town is through graduation over the Rainbow Bridge into the big yonder. Or on the Golden Gondola for another chance at love. It's just terrible that some mean, naughty soul would do this to our friend the Collector. Wait, is that true? If you get killed here, do you still go to the big yonder? What happens if you die when you're dead? Who's to say, Nita? Some think we're living in a simulation. Maybe this is all happening inside a snow globe inside another boutique that's thousands of times bigger than ours. It's like a university for you in that bathroom, isn't it? The food here is very rich. I've been studying. Speaking of which, what is for lunch? Oh, I bet Rochester knows, doesn't he? Rochester. Hey, Rochester. Yes, Chip. I was trying to ignore you, but I believe we're having bat wellington and some other type of warm gray meat. Bonita will have whatever's in her purse. Now let us end our service by honoring the collector with a song. Everybody, lift your voices and let the pastor hear you. Thank you, Deputy. dreadful singers I have ever heard. Thanks, Thanks Rochester. Rochester. Here you go, Mr. Fly. One cup of blood red punch. It is blood. And that's the end of our shift, Nita. Time to hit the buffet. But why, Chip? Do you really want a slice of pustule pie? I've noticed everything here tastes better if you don't know what it's called. Uh-oh, hold that thought. Here comes Pastor Munch, and I bet he wants us to do another favor. Just don't make eye contact. He might not see us. Hello, friends. Hello, Hello Pastor, Pastor Munch. Munch. Y'all did such a good job with my punch station. I wonder if you can help me with another favor. Uh, maybe. What kind of favor? I need you to spend quite a bit of time methodically asking everybody here to sign the funeral guest book. I don't know if we can, Pastor. See, we, It's um... very simple, Bonita. Let them take this pen into their own steady claws, then wait patiently as they form unsure letters and become distracted by old memories. If you start now, you could be done in several hours. We don't have several hours. I have to get back to the car lot, and Nita probably has some dumb video to post. Oh my, I'm afraid that won't be possible. You see, the church annex building is magically sealed until the guest book is full. Only then can we go anywhere. Okay, okay, we'll do it. Just give us the book. I do have plans this century. Oh, look, baby, they have autograph book. They must want me to write Phoebe LaVon's snap to make it worth something. Well, let me introduce y'all to this nice lady I just met from a TV program. Phoebe LaVon Snap. Baby. And this is her mature and affluent husband, Donald Von Snap. Oh. He's a mummy. 
Yes, darling, I am so busy from TV show about arguing and the making beautiful sing, talk music. But I said to Dom, it is very sad about shabby old man. Fibula must make appearance to stop all this sad face. What a wonderful gesture. It's nice to have another musician with us. I hope you enjoyed our singing, Fibula. Oh, yes, and you have very good voice, Preacher Munch. Tell him he has a good voice, Don. Okay, Don, your turn to sign. Help us escape while we're young and beautiful. Oh, look, he's writing in hieroglyphics. Bat, bird, eyeball, scarab, scarab. He is really going for it. Don? We have a very long name. Mr. Preacher, come sit with Fibula. I'm allergic to standing in line. You know she didn't used to talk like that. She's copying me from when I impersonated her last year. Yeah, she's such a phony. Oh, hey, Count Fangula, do you have a second? Uh, is there a reason you just slapped that pen out of my hand? I am sorry, Chip. That could have been a pencil, which is just a wooden stake in disguise. Yeah, that's okay. We're all a little jumpy after the murder. You must be very careful these days. That's why I am offering three karate lessons at my dojo. We learn how to block the sunlight and flourish the cape. Come see me at the new downtown shopping center. Hold that thought, guys. I need to, uh, do some studying. Okay, Professor. See you later. Not funny! Benita, honey, come make yourself useful and help us with these finger sandwiches. So many loose fingers. Oh, I'd like to, Miss Weaver, but I'm actually helping Pastor Munch with something right now. No, you're not. You're wandering around bothering people. Now come here, grab these tongs, and start stacking those pinkies. Okay. There you go. Now where'd your man Chip run off to? <gasps> Are you having an argument? No, and we're not dating. You see, Ms. Weaver, that's what I'm talking about. You should keep your eight legs to yourself. You'll want to talk, Miss Huntsman. For your information, Benita and I are very close girlfriends, and we're having a heart-to-heart conversation. Not a heart-to-heart-to-heart. So just mind your own cobwebs while I solve this ridiculous argument between her and Chip Clearly, who is like a son to me. That's very nice, Ms. Weaver, but again, we're not arguing. Also, should these fingers have fingernails? Just rip off the hangnails, honey, and put them in a bowl. Benita, here's more advice. It's very hard to move forward when you're betrayed by someone you trusted for years, whose children wore sweaters you sewed with your finest silk, who stayed in your living room for months after someone attacked their web with an old broom. Oh, I get it. This is not about me, is it? Could be. Do you have a look down on your own friends like your webs are spun from gold? You take it back, Miss Huntsman! Guys! I'm sure you can work out whatever this is. And you know what? I actually have a problem you can both help me with. I have to get everyone to sign the guest book before we leave. Could I get you to put your names right here? I've only got eight hands, Benita. I can't deal with this right now, baby. I don't have my complex high classes. You'll have to come find me later. (sighs) Here, Gublena. Have a finger sandwich. Thank you. I love these things. All right, but don't get confused and eat your hands again. Stupid communion wafers. I can't control myself when they're flavor blasted. 
Oh well. Time to let Benito work on that guest book while I catch up on the news. So nice of you to watch the news! Here are your top headlines for the hour. In a surprise to no one, an argument spun out of control on the set of The Real Housewives of Colonel Holler. Castmate Botch Libula accused co-star Fibula Von Snap of stealing the words for her new hit song. The words you stole from me are dancing, eyes, the, of... Lipula will sue for the entire Von Snap fortune. Uh, Lawyers hope to quell the matter with a fire-twirling lip-sync competition. That is great. I love it. In real news that actually matters, a long-time resident of Girdle Holler, known to everyone as the Collector, was laid to rest this morning after his real murder with no take-backs. The funeral was attended by Fibula Von Snap, returning hero Pumpkin, and several other nobodies. The Collector returned only last month after spending nearly a year in the Zoltan dimension. Jeepers Creepers! (laughs) Don't be scared, son. I'm just having some fun. It's me, your old friend Belfry Batsinger, the one and only caretaker of Colonel Holler. No way! We kicked that old bat through a portal to Earth last Halloween. Yes, you all did. But through dirty dealing and dark magic, I have harnessed the power of the Ether Network to reconnect with my town and its rather disloyal citizens. I may no longer have a body, you understand, but I'm at least present. You could say that I am omnipresent. Listen to me, you devil. I'm going to give you five seconds to get out of my phone and out of everybody else's phone, or you'll taste the wrath of Chip Clearly and his friends once again. Chip Clearly, are you on the commode, son? Yes. Moving on, I happen to know you got a merger in your midst, and nobody has a clue who it is. Huh. You're kidding, right? I'm talking to suspect number one as we speak. Oh, come on now. You know that's not my style. Whatever I do, sketchy or otherwise, I do for the good of the town. But this playing a deadly music of people for no reason? Well, that's nonsense. Noise. And it's a threat to Colonel Holler, which means I'm obligated to nip it in the bud. All right, but remember last Halloween when you unleashed the apocalypse? That makes it hard for me to trust you. Well, that's fair, but look here. I've been through a crucible. And my trials have forced me to reckon with some hard truths about my inner nature. Now, I don't expect you to believe me, but I hope you'll let me prove it to you. I guess I'm about 40% interested right now. I'm going to give you a name, Chip, to follow up on. I want you to look into a fella by the name of Henry Vex. <gasps> Is that your real name? No, son. That's the founder of Vexco, the same company that made you murder in Music Box. Good night, boy. Y'all in trouble is all the more reason to listen to me. All right. I'm going to run this by Team Boutique. But if I even suspect we're unwittingly help you launch some master plan to return and take over the town, then we'll return the favor. We're going to send you someplace terrible. Someplace way worse than Earth. Uh-huh. Where's that going to be? I don't know. Mars? Follow up on that lead, Mr. Clearly. Henry Vex. See if I'm right. I'll be back to check on your progress. Fine. I'll be right here. I mean, not in the bathroom. Yeah, that's all right, Chip. I know what you mean. Okay, Chip, I want you to stop eating finger sandwiches for like two seconds and think very carefully. Did you really see Batsinger, or did you maybe fall asleep on the toilet? First of all, I want our friends Albert and Rochester to know 
that what you just described has never happened. I don't That's believe okay. you, Chip. Second, I'm positive it was Batsinger. He had the same slimy teeth, beady eyes, and thumbs tucked ever so smugly under his suspenders. That does sound like Belfry. If that's true, then we have a big problem, because there's no way Batsinger isn't working some kind of angle with this Henry Vex business. What do we know about that name, Rochester? As Batsinger says, via chip, Henry Vex founded the infamous Vexco Corporation. He was a capitalist, murderer, sadist, and renowned inventor of products that should never have existed, including the cacophony. Beyond that, I am at a loss for relevant details, and I won't hazard a guess as to Batsinger's motives. I am curious, though, about your take on matters, Albert. What do you make of all this? I, of course, share your concern about the reappearance of my predecessor. But Batsinger's intentions are a mystery to us for now. Therefore, my first priority is to mitigate the immediate threat to public safety. You mean the ghost in Chip's machine? Yes, Bonita. Our security proved wholly inadequate to stop a phantom user from infiltrating the Ether network. We can only assume that Belfry charmed his way through our firewalls and accessed the town's most sensitive information. I personally keep several lists that should never be made public. That is why I intend to propose an overhaul to the entire data security infrastructure. This time with bat-smashing technology! Sounds like a good idea, Albert. How much zap can you pull from the Fright Crystal? Most of the monies are earmarked for ears and other body parts that we use for Halloween decorations. But we could raise sufficient revenue by taxing popular social media platforms like Instagram, Snapneck, and BooTube. Ouch. I don't expect this to be a popular decision. I might suggest an exemption for car commercials. Or there could be a voucher system. And say it's based on handsomeness. Just pretend he's invisible, Albert. We'll support you. Won't we, guys? Yes, Benita. Thank you, my friends. Now to another pressing matter at hand. We must reach a consensus on what to do with Batsinger's clue about the collector's murder. Our inexperienced sheriff, Pastor Much, no doubt will need to make use of every lead we can give him. I bet that's just what Pastor Much needs to solve this murder. Although I just got pretty nervous hearing that out loud. Chip, that's so rude. He's going to get plenty of help from the sheriff. And that's going to be fine, because the doctor said he's not very evil. And also, just because neither of them have ever solved a murder or any kind of crime. And okay, yeah, I, yeah, I, I hear it now. Never mind. Also concerned. Yes, um, I have also wondered about that pair's ever-expanding duties and titles. I hope they don't become overwhelmed by their new responsibilities. And yet I'd prefer to give them the benefit of the doubt, albeit considerable doubt. For now, Pastor Sheriff Munch is the investigator in charge. We'll keep an eye on the situation, but the case will proceed under his auspices. Why do I imagine him looking for footprints with a giant magnifying glass? This has been a productive conversation. Are there any questions before our impromptu meeting is adjourned? Yes, I'm wondering if it's normal for these finger sandwiches to have fingernails. That is very strange indeed, Chip. I'm sure whoever made them did the best they could. Okay, Nita, how about a progress update? Who still hasn't signed the guest book? Depends on what you mean by signed. 
I see a lot of names in here, but there's also full-page drawings, and several people wrote Happy Halloween, which, you know, isn't great for a funeral. Still counts. That's what I'm gonna believe. Yeah, me too, which means we're almost done. There must only be a couple more signatures we need to unlock the doors. Need a chip. Come get some sandwiches. We'll never get rid of all these fingers. Okay, Miss Huntsman. I'm surprised more people didn't like our sandwiches, though. These are the ones you made, honey. That's it, Nita. That's who we're missing. Hey, Miss Huntsman, you and Miss Weaver still haven't signed the guest book. Oh, I'm not signing anything until Mrs. Weaver signs it first. <sighs> Is that still going on? I thought you two were such good friends. We were good friends, but some threads can never be mended. That's very dramatic, Miss Huntsman, but I'm sure it's not true. What happened with you guys anyway? She knows what happened. And our feud will linger for generations unless I get an apology. But then you'll sign it, right? If you can get an apology out of Weaver, I'll sign your book eight times and I'll make you some more sandwiches. We'll be back for your signature in like two minutes. Well, it's not what I planned on doing today, but I guess now we have to repair a friendship between some elderly spiders. Thought that might happen. I'm right behind you. Okay, I see a little trail of crumpled up spiderweb tissues leading into that Sunday school classroom. I think we found our spider. It's all so terrible, Pastor Munch. Miss Weaver. Weaver. Come on in, Chip and Bonita. Miss Weaver just came into the creepy confessional booth and said she had some important things to tell me about. Uh, okay. I was just joking about that earlier. I guess I didn't realize you held confession after a funeral. Well, I don't think it's traditional. I guess I was just hoping that bad old killer was going to be burdened by a guilty conscience and want to stop by the booth to get quietly arrested. About that serious investigation, Nita. Who, boy? Pastor Munch, I know you're busy with all your duties as sheriff and pastor and now crime investigator, but I know a lot of people that need prayers. And since we're all here, I'm going to tell the whole gang, all right, you three? Mrs. Weaver, but we're here to see about you and Mrs. Jim Clearly, can you zip your full and pouty lips for one moment? This is important business to us and the man upstairs. Miss Weaver, the mega ultimate grand supreme will always hear your prayers. No, I mean the man upstairs from Mr. Giant Eyeball in his apartment building. Apparently, the man is stomping around all hours of the night, which is terribly disturbing to Mr. Giant Eyeball's brother, Mr. Giant Ear. Can we say a prayer for him? I pray he finds a giant earplug. Benita, and I heard a rumor that Tarantula's marriage is going up in smoke and cobwebs. I didn't want to ask her about it, but I heard he moved his things out of their web. And you'd like to say a prayer for your friend Tarantula, too? And for my weaving circle friend, Bernice. Last week, during a heavy rain, she got washed down the water spout. So let me also add Bernice on my little leather-bound notepad here. But don't tell Bernice I told you. She's embarrassed because she never should have been out in that spout in the first place. She's supposed to be at home washing her eggs. So let me add a little asterisk to denote that it's a secret prayer. Now we're counting secret prayers? We're going to be here all day. Oh, I have an idea. Pastor Munch, can I add a prayer request? Go right ahead, son. I got my little notepad right here. I want to say a prayer for a couple of friends. 
Friends who are fighting over something ridiculous and they won't tell anybody why they're mad at each other. I pray we can find out why one might be upset with the other. Is this about me and Pumpkin? He ruined my new eyeshadow palette! No, Nita. Okay, because he put his thumb in every color. Is this about me and Mrs. Huntsman? Maybe, Mrs. Weaver. She ruined my funeral buffet after we worked so hard to make sure that the mourners could eat well in their bereaved state. What'd she do, Miss Weaver? She put her oozing cankerous casserole in my serving dish. Miss Weaver, is that really a big deal? It's a very big deal. I offered to make the cankerous casserole because I knew it would look very attractive in my Cretinix casserole dish with the little bird skeletons on it. She took that from me and even used my dish without asking. The nerve! It sounds like she spoiled what would have been a very proud moment for you, Miss Weaver. But I don't think she meant to hurt your feelings on purpose. So we're going to go find Mrs. Huntsman and tell her why your feelings are hurt. Then will you think about signing the guest book and putting this behind you? Maybe. But I'm still mad. Do you want me to say a prayer for you now, Miss Weaver? Yes. Pray for me to be gracious in my forgiveness when Mrs. Huntsman admits she was wrong to cook the casserole I wanted to cook. In my dish. Oh, dear. See, Nita? I feel like that went pretty well in there. That would have made a great human interest package. Yes, of course. What news station wouldn't want to run a story on a petty feud between two spiders? They could call it Web of Feelings. Uh, yeah, you're a little rusty, but... I don't know, Chip. It might be time to dust off our old broadcast news investigation skills. Oh, are you expanding your dumb BooTube channel? I call lead anchor and weatherman. No, Chip. Don't you think that Sheriff Pastor Munch is in over his head with this murder? I feel like we might be able to get to the bottom of what happened to the Collector. Well, first we have to get to the bottom of this petty feud between two spiders. Indeed. Hey, Rochester, my man. You helping in the kitchen? Oh, hey, there's Minerva, too, crouching behind the counter. Hey, what are y'all up to? Minerva is trying to expedite the post-dinner cleanup by making some rather demented modifications to the church's dishwashing machine. This thing is gonna zap the crap out of baked on grease. As always, Minerva, you dazzle me with your foul faculties. Oh, Roddy, you rank beast. Have you guys seen Mrs. Huntsman? She was here a moment ago. What do you need? We're supposed to tell her that Mrs. Weaver's feelings got hurt when Mrs. Huntsman used Mrs. Weaver's casserole dish without asking. All right. Oh, and that Mrs. Huntsman made the casserole that Mrs. Weaver wanted to make. That was part of it, too. Well, I doubt I can be of assistance, but I do appreciate your trying to broker peace between two old friends. And I hope Mrs. Huntsman will apologize for those slights. Not likely. Ah! Ah! Mrs. Huntsman, your feet are very quiet. Listen, I admit I took the casserole dish, but Weaver hurt my feelings, too. She gets so venomous when she thinks she's been wronged. Well, what did she say to hurt your feelings? She called me a snobby big shot and then said, you should have used all your money to buy your own casserole dish instead of having your calisserie done. That sounds like something she would have said. She's had work done too, you know. She gets her fangs capped every six months. No judgments here. Even I've had a bit of Botox. Anyway, Mrs. Huntsman, could you maybe give her the dish back and, I don't know, let her cook something in it? No can do. I cracked the dish by accident. 
Oh, and that's why you cooked the casserole in her dish, so she wouldn't see the crack. I panicked. I didn't know how to break it to her. I know how she loves her Gratenix china, and you can't get those pieces anymore. They're discontinued. It's gonna be hard to replace the dish with us being trapped here. Looks like Chip clearly is gonna have to use his handsome ingenuity to solve this problem. Ooh, a phone alert. Off to a great start. Did you get a text from your boyfriend, Bedsinger? What? No, what? It's a push notification from that stupid Spectral Bitter app. Ugh, I hate push notifications. Oh wait, Chip, that's it. So let me get this straight, you unread wig wearer. You want me to use my arcane wisdom to summon a casserole dish? Well, yes, Summoning Simon, I do. I put all the very important reasons why when I filled out the form on the app. You just typed dish. Well, give me a break, Summoning Simon. You know there's like 14 screens to swipe through. Let us conclude our business, you invisible buffoon. Here is the dish as you requested. One Cretinix casserole dish in a skelly bird toile de jouy pattern, summoned directly from a forgotten storeroom of the darkest reaches of dead bath and beyond. Thanks, Simon. I'm gonna tip you on the app. Look, Nita, I have Mrs. Weaver's dish right here. That is perfect timing because I have our two recalcitrant spiders right here. Hi, Chip, clearly. I'm still feeling very fragile, so you're gonna have to be extra kind to me. Oh, stop showing off, Weaver. Thanks for the help with our dumb problem summoning, Simon. I know you're a busy man. Extremely busy. I have more important things to summon. For example, I need to summon a wit of self-control to prevent myself from smacking the sunglasses off of this dullard's dome. Hey, I gave you a tip. Farewell, you nincompoops. Boy, he never misses an opportunity. Okay, you two, listen up. Mrs. Weaver, you know Mrs. Huntsman didn't make the casserole out of malice. She cracked your dish by accident. And look, here's a replacement. Yes, Benita, I can see that. What am I, some silly billy with only two eyes? Get real. Mrs. Mrs. Weaver. Weaver. Do you have something you'd like to say? This dish isn't exactly like my dish. My dish had a slight red tinge from all the years of blood and marinara. Mrs. Weaver, I think you can think of something a little bit nicer than that to say to Mrs. Huntsman. Do it for your old pal, Chip. Oh, Chip, clearly. I'm putty in your hands. Fine. Mrs. Huntsman, I'm sorry I said all those things. Apology accepted. Let's go have some wine. Okay. You know I was just upset because your casserole was so much better than mine. Hey, wait. Excuse me, ladies. Spiders. Aren't you forgetting something? That's right. You two need to sign the guest book. Fine, fine, Chip, clearly. I'm signing the guest book right now. See? The Widow Weaver. Your penmanship is beautiful, Mrs. Weaver. Now let me sign. No, what's beautiful is your needlepoint work, Mrs. Huntsman. You two are something else. Hey, did you hear that? Sounds like those magical locks are open. to stand out here. Everybody's taking forever to get outside. Nita, can you hold my balloon for a second? I need to dig in my pockets to see if I can find that old calcium chew I put in there. Fine, I will hold your balloon and mine. Pastor Munch, I really think this is a lovely idea and everything, but is there a reason we have to end this service with a memorial balloon release? I'm improvising, Bonita. Oh, strawberry. 
Chip, okay, you can take your balloon back now. You hold it. I'm afraid I'll let go too early by accident. I am not going to hold it. You hold it. Y'all quit that horseplay before you start popping on them balloons. This is a very nice thing the sheriff pastor's doing. You'll notice I'm holding on to my own balloon without a fuss, as is Mr. Rochester and Ms. Minerva. Do like us now. I feel so undignified. But you look so handsome holding a balloon, like an evil sewer clown. Okay, Deputy Sheriff, you're right. It's a very nice thing. All due respect, Pastor Munch, can we get this started? I'd like to finish paying my respects so I can get back to some important projects at the lab. Ooh, are you going to work on my monster truck? Maybe. Depends on what I get from the chop shop today. Hopefully there's a decent transmission mixed in with all the legs. Oh, look, everybody's trickling out now. Here y'all, grab a balloon. I'm going to start the ceremony. Then we can be finished with our tribute to the collector. Finally. I mean... May he rest in peace. He's so cute. Thank you. That one looks like me. And now, let me bend over this boombox very slowly to cue up the touching ballad we have prepared for our ceremonial release of balloons into the bruise-covered sky. Uh... That's not coming from the boombox. Oh no, oh no. Chip, it's happening again! It's the cacophony, coming from inside the church! Oh goodness, my ears! My precious ears! I think I'm gonna faint! Chip, cover your ears! Let's get in there! We've gotta stop this from happening again! I don't know what you said because I just covered my ears! But we've gotta stop this from happening again! It is horrible! Don Van Snap is no more! ensues today after a second murder in our spooky yet pitiful little town. The killer, who sonically annihilates victims using an ancient music box known as the Cacophony, struck again just after funerary services for town junk hoarder, the Collector. Bone Shardley has more after this short break. I can't believe it happened again. This just feels like a bad dream. Are there any customers in the store? I think I'm going to close up a little early. I just can't summon the old Chip Clearly Charm to close any deals. No, everybody went home. Except Count Fangula. He's at the dojo. I say, let's just lock up and watch the news. The second murder troubles me greatly. Chip and Bonita, I believe it may be time for you to put aside your personal projects and help Sheriff Pastor Munch investigate the crimes. You both know he is perhaps not well suited to the task. Oh, you mean because he's so delicate? Yeah, it sounds weird to say that about a guy whose jaw unhinges when he eats, but here we are. Yes, his delicate sensibilities, his optimism, indecency, these are things that make him an effective spiritual leader. A good detective, not so much. But I believe there's more to it than that. My guts are telling me he is far too sensitive for the task at hand. Your guts are usually right, Rochester. Victim Don Von Snap, a rich old mummy, was vaporized by the cacophony earlier today. His newly minted widow, real housewife of Colonel Holler Fibula Von Snap, was discovered crumpled in a heap by a pile of rags and dust. Baby, I don't know what happened. I fainted dead away, and the next thing I knew, 
My mummy hubby was nothing more than my mummy does. Nita, look! They're about to replay the footage of you in Fibula. Uh, I don't know if I'm embarrassed or proud of this. The widow Von Snap was revived by a little watched boo-tuber named Benita Von Wengenkamp, who threw a glass of wine in Von Snap's face to elicit a Pavlovian response to the common reality TV provocation. How dare you, baby! Why did you do that? Okay, sing it again. I think proud. Investigators are flummoxed by the second murder and told CHTV News that they will be returning to the footage for clues. I didn't see the murder happen because I was outside with a bunch of balloons. Oh, do you think they might use your wine-splashing footage on the Real Housewives show? They've already asked me to be on the end-of-season reunion show. And I think Fibula's going to put me on blast in her new diss track. Oh, I bet that's going to sound horrible. I mean, I assume. I'm no Pavarotti myself. Wait a moment. That's it. The music. That's why the two of you have to take the lead on this investigation. Pastor Munch simply cannot. What do you mean, Roddy? Pastor Munch would be far too vulnerable to the effects of the cacophony. Because, because of, of his, his beautiful, beautiful voice. voice. Yes. Remember how Pastor Munch fainted when he heard the cacophony, even from a hundred feet away. Had he come much closer to the artifact, he very well may have been dust too. Oh, that's why we have to do this. Because Benita and I are terrible singers. So those are the facts. The two of you are former news investigators. You feel personally invested in the murders since you were present for both of them. And your complete and utter lack of musical talent make you the perfect candidates for chasing after the maniac who wields the cacophony and now terrorizes our town. What say you, Chip and Benita? I would look great in a trench coat and fedora. Let's do this. The only way to fight the wooden stake is to become the wooden stake. Take your shooto, your knife hand, and strike firmly with the wood grain. Take that, you termite buffet! Yeah! Excellent, Miss Terry. Hey, Count Fangula. Why, look, it is my boutique friends, Chip and Bonita. Interrupting me at my dojo. Oh, okay. Oops. That's an oopsie on our part. Sorry. Sorry, Terry. But this is important. What is so important, my friends? Two murders have rocked our quiet Halloween community. And we're here to answer the call. The call to investigate. Yeah, we're going to be into a lot of dangerous and deadly stuff out there. A murderer on the loose. Cyber attacks from our former enemy, Belfry Batsinger. And what do you need of me? Train us.